He can do that. <laughs> uh, so let's just pray over to Leo as he comes and shares this morning. Lord, we thank you for the word of God that richly, God, just will indwell us this morning. God, would, Lord, just this, the words that come forth from, uh, Lord, your heart, Lord, your heart, Lord, just come forth. Lord, we thank you for, uh, Tulio, we thank you for your goodness and your kingdom in him. We just pray life abundantly over him and life through him. And Lord, we bless you this morning. Thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Woo. Say hallelujah. Um, I am so excited. If you ladies haven't gotten a, one of these invitations, Ignite the Fight. Someone came up to me and they said, um, I'm really struggling with the word fight. You know, and at our house, we're a gregarious group of people. You know, praise God, everybody doesn't have to be like us. Tammy says, you know, you may not be like me, but you should at least try me once, right? <laughs> But I began, as this person shared with me, and they, they said that to me about fight. I said, hey, I said, were, were you divorced? She said, yes. I said, hey, hey, were, was your husband kind to you? And she said, my first husband, no, he wasn't. I said, hey, uh, did, your parent, did your kids struggle in school? She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, they did. I was like, hey, did you, did you struggle and go through some, some problems with pregnancy? Oh, oh, yeah, I did. Hey, did your business get taken? Oh, oh, yeah, my business kid did. Hey, did you get chastised at work? She said, oh, yeah, yeah. It's like, how'd you get out of that? How did you get up? onto the highway and the byway. How is it that when women have come to you, you've been in a place to pull them out of the ditch, not get into the ditch? It came because there's a fight. Oh, come on, just Marcy's been through it. Now, I'm saying this isn't for everyone, and maybe, maybe you, there's something in you that's already been ignited. Maybe you're supposed to go and help ignite someone else. Someone said, well, it doesn't say dwelling place. I said, well, because it's not just for dwelling place. Why are we doing it at cross point? Because it's the body of Christ. So I'm just encouraging you. If the Lord's speaking to you, don't get tied up in pictures and in words, but get tied up in his spirit and what he's saying to you. Amen? I mean, I see everybody. They're kind of gripping their seats. Someone said to me, my, it was probably my parents, they said, why don't you and Tammy go start a church on your own? I thought to myself, well, Dad, I, no one would come. He said, why? I said, because you can only handle so much of us in, in one stretch. You know, I said, there's balance. I mean, the reality is God's told us to be here. It's not about what I want or what I can. It's about who he is and what he's saying. Come on. There's been times of aggravation and frustration, and people have looked at me and said, how, how do you do this? I said, but God, rich in mercy, full of goodness, right? Come on, turn to your neighbor and say amen. You, you, let's turn to your neighbor and say, I'm going to fasten my seatbelt. I just decided to get rid of the music stand because I like to walk around. We might have to stand on some chairs today and, and get some perspective. Come on, come on. The Lord was speaking to me today, and I'm waiting because there was a lady here, I think it was Melissa. There's this color orange around the sanctuary. If you'll just stand up, I know that Mitch and Isaiah, Kevin, Rose, uh, Lindsay, Cora, this peachy orange that you're wearing, Beth has it on. Stand up. I'm waiting on you. There's, there's Melissa. It's not a red. It's a peachy orange. Peachy orange. Now, I... And my tie, yes, that is what kind of brought it to my attention. I, I was in a deliberation of what to wear this morning. I was challenged to wear a tie and not short sleeves. 
Someone said to me, "Woo, a tie. I was like, I wear a tie all the time. You know, come on, a tie and jeans. It's the way to go. Rob Agnew says, and then there's cufflinks. Listen, the Lord said to me this as we were, we were preparing today. He, as we were up here and we were preparing our hearts. Mitch, stand up. He, he said, there's something about this color orange. This week, one of my children said to me, isn't this the color uh, of, of food? I said, well, there is some food that is orange. I think they meant is it the color that represents hunger. The food bank uses this color. And the Lord, I went over to Catherine. She's one of my resident, like, color gurus. And I said, what does orange mean? She looked at me down the face. She said, well, yellow means faithfulness. And red means faith. And, and then she said, you know what? There was a word that was spoken over dwelling place about the Holy Spirit and a color orange, like orange juice. It's vibrant and it's full. And I'm praying over you right now. Just raise your hands. Lord, I thank you that these people, Lord, that you're doing something in their lives, Lord, that they're calling out to you. God, that there's something that they, that there's an earnest that they want. And I say by the power of the Holy Spirit today, God, you're meeting them. You're touching them. It's not by coincidence. Lord, you're speaking to them. You're revealing, and you're going to pour yourself out on them. Lord, I speak that life and provision comes in that place of hunger and desperation to see what you're going to do in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Woo! I'm, I'm not that person, but wow, you better do it when he gives it to you, right? Come on, I love to pray. I love to pray for others. I'm learning how to pray for myself. I'm not as, as good about that because then you got to be ready, you know, Woo! what you're getting ready to have. I like to talk to the Father. Come on. That's what praying is. Go back to, with our kids. Listen to them pray. They'll challenge us. Come on. They won't be scared I'm going to touch them. They're just going to pray it. They're going to pray it. Um, did you know that he likes to, to talk back to us? Did you know it's not all correction? <laughs> Come on. That's what the world tells us, that that's his job as a parent. Melissa Kennedy, leading worship this morning in preparation, she sent me a devotion by John Bevere. And she was relating it back to the worship that they had prepared, not probably fully knowing what we are going to share this morning. About praying. There were two things that Melissa shared in that, in that email devotion to me. She said, it's about God's heart for our success as well as God's heart about his presence and our presence with him. And the devotion was about that you're, you're what sometimes we think, you know, God's just too heavenly minded to care about what's going on in our life right now. <laughs> no, he wants the church to excel. He just doesn't want us to do it without his presence. Come on. He just doesn't want us to do it without his presence. There's some greatness there. And I, I would say, you know, probably Melissa and I, we get this email and we feel like we get the, this from the Lord. I can't really do it without emphasis. You know, you get that wink. But we're, we're in that place. Is, can, we, can we take prayer to a place? The word that, that the devotion used that Melissa used was God's jealous for our. Do you approach prayer as a place of God's, God's jealous for this time? You know what jealous means? It means that when other things come in the way, there's a little bit of tension. That's the Tulio Wikipedia definition. 
or the Tuliopedia. I guess I can't even put the wiki in there. Tuliopedia. It means that he's bothered when he doesn't get the most. He's jealous. It means that he pursues after us. Come on. Did, the Lord's jealous. He's jealous for us. You know, I see in Scripture two uh, delineations of people. And it's not the people who pray and the people who don't. It's the people that know God and the people that don't know God. Right? There's a reality that I was created to pray. I was, I was created to commune with the Lord. I wrote down here, I know there's a variety of ways to pray, but Jesus hears the prayers of the saints, those people who've confessed him. Why do we make it so complicated? The choice is to pray. And the power in our prayers is available to all of us. It doesn't require a title. It doesn't depend on authority. It doesn't depend on whether you perceive you have the authority. Oh, 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 oh. What does that mean? It's for everyone. We all have a purpose. We all have a sphere. That sphere might just be right here. When, when our children were little, Tammy wrote a, 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 some type of paper. It was 13 years ago, so it couldn't have been a blog. But she wrote a paper about her nation. Her nation was called Liam, Anne-Marie, and Brennan. Every day her nation woke up expecting a miracle. They expected food and water and entertainment. They expect to be delivered from this place to the next. They, they believed that there was peace here on earth and that she could bring it to them. Come on. She had a nation. Now, I know it says in Isaiah 59, too, that, that we'll be separated from the Lord, that He can't hear us amidst our sin, but you know what? That, but our prayers of repentance, our prayers of, of forgiveness, our prayers to Him to get it straight, He does hear. Come on. Come on, don't stop at the part it says He doesn't hear you. Finish the whole verse. Good Lord. Now, He is a good Lord. Finish the whole verse for the good Lord's sake and yours too. Now, some of you uh, maybe weren't afforded the introduction. You know, I'm the nuts and bolts person here at Dwelling Place. That's another reason why they don't let me speak all the time. Because, see, I see everything in black, white, and red. Whew, except the chair. So, come on. Black, white, and red. It either it is or it isn't, or it can only be with Jesus. Come on. Come on. It's e it either it is, or it isn't, or it only can be with Jesus. Those are the three options. I'm not the persons of maybes, or couldbes, or wouldbes, or shouldbes, or mightbes, or maybe. It either is, it isn't, or it's Jesus. What does that mean? It or it isn't is here on earth. Jesus is a transaction with what's going on in heaven. Now, I'm not the typical administrator. I'm not the typical uh, finance person because I look at sometimes the negative and I say, well, there's just God's opportunity. Red. Come on, red. Listen, I, I think I, 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 have, I have really wanted to do this. I want us to think about being with Jesus like it's riding a roller coaster. I mean, it's summertime. 
Come on, can we think about it that way? Close your eyes for just a second. When you get on a roller coaster, you've waited in line, you're sweating. So you're all sweating with me because I sweat all the time. And so it must be riding a roller coaster. You're, right, you're, you're waiting in line. You're trying to figure out who's going to be in your seat with you. You're getting really, really excited. There's a, a preparation for something. And what happens? You've got to step down into the carriage. You've got to step down into the car, and you're feeling the rumble on the tracks. Even if it's, 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 it's not my level of, of roller coaster, any roller coaster should be attached to something, and there should be a rumbling if it's a good roller coaster. Right, and then you've got to get your arms strapped in. Can you get your arms strapped in? Yeah, and then, you, then there's this bar that comes down. And what happens? Grab a hold of that bar in front of you. Yeah, and you're pushing that bar down, and you're testing it. You're wiggling it. You're prodding it. You're trying to get that thing to move. You, you're making sure, that, and it's like sucking the air. If you're my size, it's just cutting the breath out of you because you want, and your knees are trapped, and they're stuck up in the bar, and, and then your arms are, and you're starting to run with anxiety. You're just hoping and you're believing that that bar is going to work. Right? Come on, open your eyes. Why don't we think about prayer that way? Why don't we pray with the way that we're fascinated in, that we're building with excitement, that we're believing that it's going to work, that we're wiggling in it, and we're not wiggling it to unfasten it. We're wiggling it to make it tighter and a provision and an all-surpassing experience with the Lord. Come on. Oh, some of y'all ready to ride a roller coaster. Come on. Why don't we treat prayer that way? Now, I get it. Some of y'all are saying, uh, Mr. Tulio, we all don't have like this volume. <laughs> I'll tell you the truth. Amory and I went to the gym together this week, and Amory's just, ah, cha, 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 cha. and I said, she's eyes ah, cha, 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 over on this side, and she says something that just cut me off. And those trainers were like, wow. <laughs> we, he's met his match. About three minutes later, I took care of that. And I said, I invented this game, Emory. Don't you think you're going to get ahead of me? No. I know everybody's not like us. I know, I know that everyone's like, put up here 1 Thessalonians 5.16. It says that we're to rejoice always, right? Pray without ceasing and everything give thanks. Come on, I, I think we need to go back to the basics. Sometimes we just need the basics. Now, I know when I gain weight, I need to lose it, right? Some of y'all in the business of gaining weight. I don't understand that. You could take lessons from me. But, but when, when we gain weight, what do we do? We start cutting things out. We cut out all the stuff that uh, God didn't make, that man had his hand on, right? Because it's harder on our bodies, right? We increase our liquids, the water, right? And then what do we do? We put the body in motion. I wish I could lose weight as much as I sweat. We'd be, I'd be as thin as a rail. But I don't. I've got to put the body in motion. Now, for some of you, that's dancing. And that's okay as long as you're doing it. Do it regularly and do it consistently. Like prayer. Right? Basics. The basics of prayer. When our life emotionally and physically and spiritually is out of line, we just need to go back to the basics. We need to what? Declutter. Why have we made it so complicated? Why do we belabor it? Come on. Why do we dramatize it? Come on. Am I the only one that does that? I'm waiting to feel it. 
Do you know that you can't feel a roller coaster till you get in it and ride it? Now, Tammy loves roller coasters. You know, she's an edge dweller. Reel her back in. <laughs> she likes me because I reel her back in. I like her because we jump off the cliff. <laughs> Sometimes she goes so fast I got to chase after her and grab a hold of her. What I know happens, or what, what I know when we're speaking and we're listening to the Lord, is there's a transformation of our mouth that will baptize our ma- mind, will bend our heart, and change our walk. Come on. Do you want to, to be in a place that your mouth is, is transformed and where our mind is baptized, that our heart is bent so we can change the way that we're walking? Just me? Just me and Ben? Come on. We will be pursuing his heart. We'll be walking differently. We'll smell different. When our aroma is different, what's going to happen? Our environment is going to change. We don't have to complicate it, dramatize it, or delay it. We just need to do it. It's a habit. What if we um, turned our overeating into prayer? What if we turned our complaining into prayer? What if we turned our backbiting and gossip into prayer? What if we turned our, our couch potatoing? Now, I didn't say you shouldn't rest, but what if we turned our couch potatoing into prayer? What if we turned our infatuation with something into an infatuation with the Lord Jesus Christ? It's not complicated. Some of it's just 10 minutes. I'm really not yelling. I just talk like this. That's why I use speakerphone. Come on, y'all see me driving down the highway. Using that speakerphone. Hey, can we play that, that video? This is a short video that uh, John um, Spraker introduced to me. It's just priceless. Just watch this. It's, I, I cut out the other video. This is called Help Me Janice. It's a roller coaster. Now, come on. (laughs) Hit pause there for a second. Now, just imagine that's Tammy on the left and that's me on the right. (laughs) I had had never ridden a roller coaster until Tammy came along, and I mean that literally. You know, that that little boy, he missed one instruction. He was so bent up, he he missed the instruction. What would she say? Put your feet on the rail. He (laughs) missed... He missed that instruction. He lived. She said, well, we'll live or we'll die. (laughs) Now, I showed it to you because it's a roller coaster. It's summer. We should be having fun. But, hey, what do we know about this? There's two people that that are living the same life, right? They're experiencing the same thing, but they had two different outcomes, didn't they? So everybody doesn't have to yell and shout and and all that jazz. You just got to keep your feet on the bar. What's the bar? The bar's prayer. Come on. 
Now, I don't know. He may have still been a little bit slippy on that, but I was a little bit slippy. Some of it's just get me out of this car. But. You know what I find in my life, and this happened recently. I was out on my, my deck feeling sorry for myself. I was making some T-shirts. That's what we do for extra income. I was, I was pressing those shirts. I was probably not. I wasn't in the spirit. I was just to press and push and press and push. And I just, the more I pressed, the more pity I had. And the Lord said to me, he said, reach out to Pastor Ray. He's a pastor here in the community. And so I sent him a message. I'm praying for you. Pray for Ray. Pray for Ray. Pray, you know. And as I did that, the Lord took me to some scripture. Some of you are pulling up Jeremiah 10, 6, and pulled up some scripture. This wasn't the scripture. But I began, I, I took a little break from the press and push and push and press and pray and push. And I got my peace confused. I took a quick break. And I pulled up this scripture. I had to do a word search because I'm not the walking theologian. And the Lord gave me a story in the Bible about being an overcomer. And I didn't know what Pastor Ray was going through, but I began to share this scripture. I began to speak it into my phone. The phone began to record it. And, and I began to minister to Pastor Ray through this text message. Just something simple. I was just quoting scripture. And it was amazing. This attitude change. And this attitude changed. I didn't feel like it. I just decided to do it. How many of us are waiting to feel like it? If you're struggling to pray, I'm going to encourage you. We've got a whole box of Bibles. They're not in ASB, but they are the Word of God. And they'll work even temporarily. Because you just, you just need to open them and start praying. And watch this. People around the sanctuary are going to start taking a turn reading Jeremiah chapter 10, verse 6. As loud as they can. Look, you're thinking about it right now, aren't you? The whole attitude has changed. And it didn't take someone standing on their seat in a tie with cufflinks, screaming, sweating to death. Did you know that that's the word of God? Jeremiah 10, 6. Quick word search. Great are you, Lord. Right? The word says that they've set it up there like they're reading my notes. No rock's going to cry out in my praise. That's why I like to be loud, you know. But sometimes we just need to speak it to change our atmosphere, right? We need to participate with it. We've complicated it. We've got the, excuse me, we've got the manual right here. It's a pretty big one. If you didn't like the first one, you put your finger on, find the second one. Three's the charm. It's all the word. It's just back to the basics. Sometimes it's about being thankful. Maybe it's calling someone and saying thank you. Thank you for being you. I'm thankful that you're here on this earth. Maybe it's the cashier who checked you out. Because she went to work, you bought gas. She wasn't there, you'd be dried up walking down the street. Are y'all laughing? Be thankful. Come on. Be thankful to the water company. Water running is not a given, is it? Electricity running is not a given. Y'all have the problem over in Macedonia that sometimes the utilities, they just don't flip on. No, country's close by. Come on. It's an attitude of being thankful. 
Why do we put it out? Because you know what? There's voices in your head that are not Jesus Christ. There's voices in your heart. It's called the past. It's called life experience. It's called what you've tapped into. So you know what? They're filling capacity. When you start speaking it, something's got to go. The Word of God will always win. But I'm just telling you this. I busted a nodule on my vocal cord because one day I was just declaring that it's going to press through. Now, you don't have to be me. And the doctor said, don't be, do, do be doing that. Because you're silent now for eight weeks till we get that repaired. So don't, I'm, I'm saying you don't have to scream so loud, you know, turn the radio down in the car. I know the day I was sitting there and it just got louder and louder and louder. I just wanted to see if every car on the interstate could hear me. Come on, you don't have to be that way. But I'm telling you something that the capacity of the environment around me will change. It will change because I was created to walk in a transformation place. I was not made to stand in pity. I was not made to stand in muck and mire. I was made to be an overcomer. And you can say what you want. You can ridicule me. I'll stand on a chair. You don't even have to clap because I'm determined to change the environment around me. And sometimes you've got to say something to take up the capacity. Because if you don't, something else will. Now, come on. It's not just me struggling with stuff in my head. I see it on Facebook, the big blue F. That's what John, John Spraker, if y'all don't ever sit down and listen to him share it, you're missing it. <laughs> he is not so loud and hysterical. So what's another thing that we can do to pray? It says to us in Romans 28, it says we can make a groaning. Now, not just the O'Reilly's. And you don't have to do it publicly. But it says that we're to groan. You know what? That's deep down in here. You know why I believe that we're called to groan? Because it's because we, we're too busy trying to figure it out. Hey, if I had heaven figured out, it'd be here on earth. <laughs> Come on. If I had heaven all figured out, then I'd be living it right now. But I'm not living it right now. I'm living in this world. What? So there's a groaning. It's like a child. There are children back there. When they're hungry, they groan. They don't know how to use words. It can be kind of awkward. Robbie was leading us in it last week. He wanted us to groan. He said, just make a sound. He didn't say understand the sound. He didn't say interpret the sound. Now listen. I wholeheartedly believe you're going to start speaking in tongues in church. There should be an interpretation. It should be a, for a sign and a wonder and for an unbeliever to come to the Lord Jesus Christ. But I'm talking about you in your walk. Act like a saint. Be child of childlike faith. And let that groaning come out. Look what it says. Even ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting eagerly for adoption. Come on, that means that the groaning comes from that childlike. I release you to groan, to groan for your father. You don't have to be in pain. You can groan victory because I'm telling you something. You ride the roller coaster. You ain't going, you ain't what riding. Praise the Lord. I know y'all aren't yelling like that. You're going, Look, there's going to be a release of like, did you ride a roller coaster while you're? Did you? What did it sound like? 
Welcome back, Mitch. Mitch is like, I, I can't ever go on vacation again. Lord Jesus, to drink too much coffee and then start speaking at church. And oh. Listen, Melissa was saying it today. My soul sings. She said, make a sound. Or was one of you ladies said that. But you were leading us in. My soul sings. Melissa was calling forth the spirit of Christ Jesus who lives in us to sing, to come forth. Come on, come on. You know what? It's, it's the same matter of Scripture, and I'll say this, that when, when the trash stinks, what do you do? You take it out, right? You take action. Why wouldn't you speak Scripture or give you groaning or sing your song out loud and feel capacity? See, I'm right. Now, you might not say it as loud as I do. You might not be as boisterous or on key like I am. In Jesus' name, I will be. So, so but the whole factor of filling the capacity. You know what comes next? And I know y'all do it. Y'all spray deodorizer. See, I'm just in the basics. I'm, I'm not going to dig deep and give you a bunch of theological things. I don't understand. What I understand is sometimes the trash has got to come out. And sometimes before the new bag comes in, the deodorizer has to come forth. Y'all laughing like you took out your trash yet. I took mine out this morning. And I know the deodorizer. She came in behind me. Come on. Colossians 3 says, You've been raised up with Christ. Keep seeking things above. Where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God, set your mind on the things above. Come on. we're going to set our mind on things above, then, then we're not going to be distracted with things here on earth. We're not going to be wallowing in pity. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, it talks about the faithfulness of God. It talks that there's an affliction. He talks of the comfort of our salvation, needing grace and not fleshly wisdom. So how do you engage? How do you engage? Verse 12, it says, For our confidence is this, the testimony of our conscience, that is in holiness and godly sincerity, not in fleshly wisdom, but in the grace of God, we've conducted ourselves in this world, especially for you. He goes on to call to mind that we say our yes and our amen. He says that, that our promise has been that we've been anointed, sealed, pledged, we have an inheritance. All of this because we decided to confess that he, was, he is the Lord. Not was, he is the Lord. He repeats himself in Ephesians 1.13. And he says that, that, you know, for those of you who've believed, you've received the Holy Spirit of promise who's been given as a pledge and an inheritance. Pledge of our inheritance with a view of redemption. Come on, in John 14, we get many nuggets. It says that Jesus goes before us, that we have a place in the Father, and that he's left for us a helper. We can quit striving because at salvation, we have the Spirit of God in us. Come on. We have the mind of Christ, but we've got to have an attitude of heaven here on earth. So I'm going to go back to my main and only point. Prayer. We're each permitted to pray even when we don't feel like it. You know, because we're, we're in a place, Galatians 5 gives us pretty stiff instructions. It says, free, for, it was for freedom that Christ set us free. These are not new verses to you. I'm just challenging you not to let your spirit go on vacation like our flesh does. It says to walk 
by the Spirit. It says that there's an opposition. If you keep reading, it says there's an opposition between our, our spirit, the Spirit of Christ in us, and our flesh. See, that's black and white. might be black and red. It might be white and red, but there's a conflict. And it, it's not blending well. It's not going to turn into pink. It says that the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness. Keep going. Faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there's no law. If we live by the Spirit, then let's walk by the Spirit. You know what I love in verse 7? It says, you were running well, who hindered you? Not me. I can't even give the Lord the credit for the stumbling. I, I can see you're in this mode. You got your seatbelt still fastened. Like, where are we going? Jesus sent a helper, right? In Acts 1 8, it's very clear that he sent a helper that we could be subdued with power. Come on. Why would he give us power? He, he would give us power. That, that it says in that that he that the Spirit of God came upon us. Hey, listen, if you go swimming, do you just put your feet in and go, did you do that, Kenzie, just put your feet in the water like this? Do you get all the way in? You mean when you got in, you couldn't touch the bottom? You were swimming. Oh, come on, that's what the Spirit of God says for us to do. It says to get in. Come on, that we're in the 240th birthday of this nation. Who wants to be in liberty? Who wants to walk into liberty in a place of celebration? I do. What's the best way to be, walk in liberty is to be liberated. The best way to be liberated is to have the fullness of Jesus functioning in our life. I can see now the seatbelts just got tighter by your choice, maybe. Because you know what? When we're with the Lord, we're going to expect the, the miraculous, right? We're not just going to expect the miraculous, we're going to walk in it. Why is it so critical to be in a place of saying, okay, God, I'm ready for you to come upon me and be full and swim in it? Why is it so critical? Because we weren't made to feel alone. We weren't made to navigate by ourselves. We were not made to swim in isolation. Come on. We were made to rejoice as the body of Christ. I said this a few weeks ago that, that the Lord says that when there's a need in the house, when there's a lack, there's an abundance somewhere else in the house. And when there's that abundance has lack, it's because that what was in lack is now in abundance. Come on. So how does it happen? Well, Acts 1, chapter 1, chapter 2, chapter 8, it gives us all examples of people who were praying, people who were seeking, people who had someone come along and lay hands on them. And, and, and as the body of Christ, the Lord came upon them. We, we can only go by the evidences of what happened. Well, some people speak in tongues. They speak in a tongue that you don't understand. Well, it's not about you. Uh-huh. It ain't about you. When Robert Worley taught me this lesson first, he said when he was baptized, he would, he would go and stand in the shower, and he would turn the shower water on, and he would start speaking in tongues. And I said, Robert, why, why did you do that? He said, because I was practicing for the hard day. I was practicing for the bad day. I was practicing for the day that I needed the mind of Christ and couldn't find it, so I stepped in the shower. Now, Robert didn't say it this aggressively. 
He said, I step in the shower and, and I just begin to program myself. And every morning I would turn that shower on. I, I would begin to pray in the Spirit of God, just He and the Lord, because it was a good day. So in the day of trial, in the day of calamity, in the day of need, what came out of his mouth was not cursing and, and damning, but it was Jesus. A dependency on Jesus. You know, it's kind of like that roller coaster. We're, we're worried about what's going to happen next. When maybe we just need to fasten our seatbelt and put our feet on the rail and know that what, what Tammy experienced and what Tulio experienced, what Jen experiences or John or, or Deborah may be different because my name's Tammy. Duncan. Not Tammy Lane or Tammy O'Reilly. We get, we get built up in what we see here on earth instead of what we're seeing on heaven. Come on. And then there's this place that, that we, we call that, we, the, the, the Lord comes upon us, the Holy Spirit comes upon us. We get baptized. We're full. But you know what? If we're functioning, we'd be tipping over like the teapot. We've got to tip back and get filled up. Right? You know, I think it's very interesting that the analogy in the Word is it says, and I wrote it on my hand, so don't get weirded out if you see the word drunk on my hand. I'll probably sleep on it and go into the bank tomorrow. They'll be all like, what's going on? But in Acts, it says to, to not be drunk with wine, but be filled with the Spirit. It says not be drunk with carbohydrates, but be filled with the Spirit. It says don't be drunk with work, but be filled with the Spirit. It says don't be drunk with religion, but be filled with the Spirit. Don't be drunk with isolation, but be filled with the Spirit. It says don't be drunk with, with your vacation, but be filled with the Spirit. Come on, it, it gave us a direct analogy that there's something here on earth that needs to be replaced by something that is heaven. Right? It's being filled up. Do you know? I don't have to feel like it to pray scripture. I don't have to feel like it to make a groaning. I, I, can, just, I can just do it so I can be in the spirit. That's called I made a choice to walk in the spirit. You know, sometimes when my kids would get in trouble, I'd say, go sit in your room for me so I can get in the Spirit. Because something getting ready to come out of me that's not in the Spirit. Now, that sometimes meant that, you know, we had some corrective behavior. Sometimes it meant I had to repent because maybe I was wrong. Sometimes we had to change our way. Maybe the environment was not conducive to Successful living in the Spirit. Right? Come on. There's a change that takes place. There's a, there's a renewing. Sometimes I was just coming out to, 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 I just wasn't in the right. You know, I, I was with Chad Curtis the other day, and Chad was watching me do something, and he said, Tulio, he said, your, your lats are supposed to be doing the work, but your shoulders are doing all the work. And I said, well, what are we going to do about that, you know? And Chad made me do this other act. He said, there we go. They're engaged. They've been ignited. We're going to do that and make them work. You know, sometimes the feeling is we just haven't engaged it. We've become stagnant. We need a Chad in our life that says, we ain't doing it that way. Tip that teapot back up. Put it over here. 
Pull down. Engage the Spirit. Come on, today's the day of invitation. Maybe there's someone sitting there that, and you're in a place that's saying, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, I, I want to know this Lord that's so excited, and I don't want to act like you, but I'd like some of whatever that is that's in you. That's okay. That's okay. We want you to be you. Some of us shake, right, Swift? Some of us scream. Some of us jump around on chairs. And... But there's an invitation today. There's an invitation to pray. There's an invitation to participate with the Father of bringing heaven to earth. There's an invitation to get his perspective. There's an invitation to be liberated in his power and his provision. Come on, there's an invitation to be renewed. There's an invitation to be free. Come on, there's an invitation to, to be free. We're, we're going we're to enter a time of praying. I asked the Lord for some time. I know that I, they say to me, I, one time I asked Mitch, I said, how'd it go? And he said, well, he said, I, I said, well, no one said anything. And he said, you don't usually give anybody a chance. <laughs> and I said, what do you mean? He said, you're going so fast, they're just afraid they're going to miss something. <laughs> but but he, here it is, in the basics. You know, when I go to see Chad Curtis and Jesse for help, uh, it, they don't need hours. Why? Because they get me a basic, and they said, practice this. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's a month. Jesse's all the time on me. He said, you know, you just, your form's not right. We're going to start over. You know, one day I did an exercise. I did it 10 times, like 10 times 10. Because Chad said, we're going to get it right. We'll end with it right. I just needed the basics. That exercise took five minutes. But, well, maybe it took 10. But it was the basics. Come on. When we talk about changing our food or decluttering, listen, is it a lot of work to do your taxes? Yeah, what happens when you sit down and you get it done? Come on, when you clean out the closet, you just embrace it, you step to it, and you get it done. And so I'm inviting you that today's a day of basics. There's time for the basics. There's time to just say, God, I've, I've, just, I've forsaken my first love. Maybe you're in, a, again, a time, like I said to Jim, that you say, well, I've, I, I want to know this person called Jesus Christ. I want to receive the power of the Holy Spirit, but I need to know Him. I want to be part of that group, that longevity group. Some of you are in a place of saying, well, I've tried walking by the Spirit, but I just, I, just, I am frustrated. I'm tired. I'm doing it all on my own. Well, that's because you hadn't engaged the Spirit. Some of you are just saying, well, I'm just flat worn out. Well, tip yourself up and be filled up. It's still a choice. It's your choice. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? Are you going to say something? <laughs> I'm so thankful Mitch loves me. I was just joking earlier. I can. I will. You jump in. So these prayer folks are going to come. I see Melissa and Grant are there. I, I'm not asking you to sing with them. I'm, I'm asking you, I've made time. You've got plenty of time. Come on, prayer folks. You might see one of them might turn to their neighbor. They might show their back first. That means that they're praying next to you, but that's okay. So I'm going to say this. I, I, I'm going to pray. You might be in a place you just say, I, I want to know the Lord and I don't know Him. And if that's you, I'm going to ask you to run up and stand in front of one of these people. 
not did know and haven't been. Just, I want to know him, and, and I don't know him. You know, today's your day. Uh, Freedom Sunday can be next Sunday because the July 3rd, and we celebrate the birthday of, of Independence Day of this country, but today can be your day. So you don't have to wait for that day. You don't have to even wait for later. Can you all just spread out, Brennan? Can you make it to the edge of the side there? So that there there's, might be another group of you in here that say, I, I want this power thing. I, I've got Jesus, and I, I get it. He dwells in me. I get it that, um, you know, that he's been a pledge to me of my inheritance. And he's sealed me from the things of this world. But I just, I'm not walking in the power that is promised to me. And I, I want to see that power in my life. Do you know why he gives you that power? If that's you, I'm going to let you just go right up and find someone. It, it, the reality is... He gives us that power so that we can display His glory. He gives us that power so that we can declare His majesty. He gives us that power that we can be victorious for Him. We're a testimony unto Him. Come on. I'll say this to you that I remember the lady that first taught me about being baptized with power. Now, some people speak in tongues. Some people fall down on the ground. There were centurion guards. They just fell down. They were overcome with the Spirit. There's some people, they just get the giggles and they just start laughing. You know, there's some people that what's happening inside of them is between them and the Lord and you and me don't get to see it. Did you know that? And that's okay. Because being baptized with the Spirit, being empowered by the Spirit to do the will of God, to be in the will of God is about God and you. The after effect is the rest of us. Come on, so maybe you're in a place you say, I, I'd like that power. If that's you, I just encourage you to go forward. This lady that taught me about it, she said, the reason why we need the power is because we need, we need to be able to pray in greater than our understanding. Sometimes life comes to us and life's really hard and we don't know what to do about it. And we can't see what you're doing, God. And we need to... We need to disengage our earthly mind and what's going on here on earth and engage in heaven's perspective. Because you're a good God. You're a faithful God. You're the greatest God in all the universe. Come on. Then there may be some of you that, and you can get up anytime, some of you be in a place that just say, look, I know Jesus and I know the Holy Spirit. And I know that my pot's empty. And I'm encouraging you to let someone stand with you and let you be filled up for your goodness. Just say, life, life today just isn't, just isn't what I was created for. And so I, I'm going to encourage you, if you're in that spot, go find someone. Go find someone up front and just say, I, I need to be filled up today. Someone said to me, what about if, if there's somebody who, who knows they were filled up and they've never spoken in tongues and they want to speak in tongues? It says, you earnestly desire a gift and that gift is yours. That gift is yours. You, you will have to unclench your teeth. You will have to make a sound because it's your willpower. And then like Robert Worley taught me, you got to engage it. Over and over and over and over and over. It's got to become habitual. 
It's the best habit you can have is to commune with the Lord, to pray with Him, to, to let your mind go with Him. To go with Him. You want to add something? First, I just want us to stand up. That'll help you. Uh, that's halfway there, right? You stand up. And then all you got to do is walk. I just feel like the Lord was just saying, <laughs> you know, whether you like the video or not, um, it, it was funny the first time John showed it to us. I, I was the I was the kid on the right in relationship to my Holy Spirit environment. That's what I look like. I mean, because I didn't I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know uh, that God wanted to just walk with me and talk with me. I didn't know that God wanted to come in and dwell me. Then not only to indwell me, but then baptize me with power. I didn't know that. So that's why I, I mean. You're looking at a guy that looked like that in a lot of ways. When I wanted to look like the girl, I wanted to enjoy God. Some of you are really struggling because you want to enjoy the Lord. You want to just break out of your box. You want to break outside of yourself. And I just feel like the Lord's saying, come. There's this, this awesome opportunity that you can embark on this day of grace to, to, to make that transaction. But it's your transaction. I don't have your credit card, and I, I can't slide it for you. The Lord's saying, you, you have to slide it. You have to go. So I just wanted you to close your eyes. God, I pray right now in Jesus' name. God, maybe we are the, maybe we were the guy on the right that didn't understand how to, to ride the roller coaster. And then maybe we're the, that person that really feared it, even though it didn't need to be feared. He was totally safe, totally secure, totally in an environment that would bless him and empower him to enjoy it, but he didn't know it. And, Lord, some of us just need to respond and say, God, help me get in that environment. Help me get to that place where I can enjoy this ride, that I can enjoy this journey with Jesus. Some of us just need to start the journey, and, and there's people up here who can pray for you. To say, I don't know what this journey even looks like. I don't even know what that roller coaster looks like, and it looks terrifying from here on the ground. But it's so good to get up in the arms of Jesus and to walk that out. So, so, Father, I pray for anyone in here that does not know you right now at the sound of my voice. They'll just make their way up to somebody that can lead them to this knowledge of you, to, to a relationship, or even just talk about it. Maybe you don't even want to make that decision today, but just talk about it and start that. I pray that you wouldn't be up here, but, God, I pray even more so that those that want to ride this roller coaster of the kingdom of God, the goodness of God, the life of God, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the filling of the Holy Spirit, and, and maybe we're scared, maybe we don't even know what that looks like, I pray we'll take a step forward and say yes to it. I don't understand all of it, and I, but I say yes to it. So, Lord, I pray, Lord, anybody else, just come on up. Just encourage you right now, come on up. In Jesus' name, take that step. You'll never regret it. God, I've never regretted anything. Any step that I've made to the kingdom, I've never regretted. Never regretted. Any step I've made to the Lord, I've never regretted. He's never, he's, he's never disappointed. There's never been a place that he's left or abandoned. The circumstances of life may have left or abandoned me, but he didn't. So, Lord, I pray right now in Jesus' name, God, just these transactions. If you're out there, just pray for these up here. God, we pray for these transactions today, that they would be a, a, a transaction of eternity, God. Not just 
eternal life. Yes, some might need that, but God, eternity, that they can, we can live this day forward in the eternity of living and even just taking it back to what Tulia was talking about, praying. We can pray in the Spirit, being free to just pray and release the things of the Spirit into our lives and into the atmosphere so that the atmosphere changes in Jesus' name. So, Lord, we're praying for that right now, for these that have come and said yes, for these that have making those transactions in the Spirit, and they've said yes. We agree with that yes, that you would meet them there in that place in Jesus' name. I just still feel like there's a couple of other people that need to be baptized in the Holy Spirit this morning. You've been kind of waiting. You've been kind of, ah, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I know it. I've seen it. I, I, I realize it. But, God, I pray in Jesus' name, just take that step forward and come, come. So, Lord, we bless you, Lord. We thank you for that, God. We thank you for the revelation of that. In Jesus' name, Lord, take those steps. Take those transactions, God. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Tamer's just got a word that, you know, if, if you just want somebody to agree with you right now, just where you're at. Sometimes sometimes it's hard to get out of that place, but if you where you're at, I just want you to raise your hand. If you just want somebody to agree with you where you're at, maybe that's just a, a place that, that God, God wants you to, to, to be embraced by the body. Just encourage you. Just, just lift up your hand, and we'll get some people to just encourage you. Pray for where you're at, right where you're at. Just encourage if you want to come forward, even uh, Tula just kept hearing just dry. And it's been a dry and weary season. I just pray that you'll come and just get filled up by the Holy Spirit. We're just not, we're not going to prolong this very much longer, but we just want to give opportunity for the Lord. We, we did that on purpose this morning. We gave a few extra minutes for that to, for that to happen. So we just want to, we want to give the Lord room this morning just to walk among us. Melissa, can you just lead us in some worship? Melissa's just going to lead us in some worship. Let's just give this a few more minutes. Just encourage you to come up. Let's just sing this with her. to him. Come on, bless the Lord this morning. Bless him with your heart. Bless him with your spirit. Once again, if anybody needs prayer, just you can lift your hand. You can come forward.
you need to make a transaction, come on. Don't let, don't let this opportunity pass you by. Take action. Remember, we've been talking about that. Take action. It's a safe place. Come. Sing us out to him. One more time, one more time. Let's sing it to him. Father, we just make that a prayer this morning, God. Come and just make us one with you. You've already de de declared that in the spirit. Lord, the, thing, the transactions that are taking place right now, Lord, for your glory to make us one with you, to not only make us one in relationship to salvation, but, Lord, in every aspect of our lives. Lord, including, Lord, what Tulio declared to us in prayer, God, that we would walk in this place as a body, as a individuals, but Lord, even as a body, we'll be a body of prayer. Lord, you declared it in your word that let this house be a house of prayer. Lord, let it be, start with that and see the kingdom of God being brought about. So Lord, we just thank you for this morning. God, we thank you for even what you're going to continue to do even after we close out. God, you're, you're not done yet. So Lord, we, do, we just want to close this time of uh, right now, but if you want to keep worshiping, if you want to keep praying, come on up. There's going to be people that are, will be here to pray for you. So I, I'm just going to release you right now to, to go, but if you want to continue to stay and 
just press in, that's fine too. But be released, have a great week, and uh, blessings. Once again, if you need prayer, come up. I know this.